Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry? You motherfucking bitch of a day. What is going on? I don't, I don't deserve that. <laughs> What's up, Craig? What's up? And good day to Blandy. Good day to you as well, Craig. You're all listening to the one Nick's podcast that is now depressing. Depressing. Blandy, play Brandon's fucking voicemail. Brandon, who haven't, we haven't heard from in how long, Barry? Uh, I don't know, seven months? Eight months? Seven or eight months. And here's Brandon back into our lives. Hey, boys. It's been a minute. We're glad to have you guys back. But I got to say this. Listening to Brand New Pod is probably the most depressing shit I've heard in a long time. It made me wonder how much of a hard next life I have. It's a wake up in the morning, usually around... Tuesday or Wednesday, and I go for my jog, and I see my favorite pod, and I'm like, oh, man, this is great. And we would laugh. Sometimes we would cry, talk about each other's dicks or taking shits. And then I wake up to this, how you don't want to do it anymore, and you feel in some type of way. Now, my next news is on fast forward. And, Craig, I just feel like you're not in it anymore, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. Because I used to get excited. And even if it's not next news, even if you just touch on news and, 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 uh, you know, talk about you guys, just all I'm saying is maybe I'm rambling right now. Yeah! You're you rambling. But. <laughs> Don't lose the the fire, man. We like you guys. I like hearing the stories. And, yeah, I know sometimes maybe you don't want to do the pod or let us know. But getting on here and being a negative Nancy, and, and I, just, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. I don't know. Maybe this voicemail is not going to be played. But, Craig... You are the captain of the ship. Barry and Blandy are going to follow you left or right. I don't know. Do with what you will. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't I really don't know how to feel about this. You done? Is he done? Yeah, he's done. He's done. <laughs> he's done. That's done. That is the last voicemail you'll ever get on this fucking show, Brandon. <laughs> all right? Just like that. It's all about Brandon. It's all about Brandon, I guess. 
So about you and your fucking walk in the morning, turning on your favorite podcast, and you need to be fucking entertained with our shit stories and our Nick's humor. And you don't apparently give a fuck about how anyone else feels. I'm Craig sorry if just, last week depressed anyone. I'm just fucking voicing how I feel. Yeah, you, and I'm you, telling you, you it's going to be different this year. I'm going to tell you how I feel. You want me to fucking fake it? I'll fucking fake it for you, Brandon. All right. Whoa, we beat the fucking Celtics in preseason. Amazing. Let's talk about fucking Brunson's six goddamn minutes and watching Scrubs play the rest of the game. Let's talk about it, Barry. Let's talk about it. What do you want to talk about, Barry? <laughs> What do you want to fucking talk about? What? Let's do it. Let's make Brandon fucking happy. Because right now, he's fucking walking around his town with a big smile on his fucking face. Because here we are pretending like we're not depressed. Well, I'm not depressed. I don't you just told me you didn't even depressed. watch a fucking minute of the Knicks game. That has nothing to you, do with... I'm not depressed. Brandon doesn't give a fuck because you're not the captain of this shit. You're not the captain of this shit, Blandy. I am, and you're going to follow me when I go right or left. Is that true, Blandy? Shit, hell, fuck. Yeah, it is true. So if I'm depressed, you're going to be fucking depressed. And if Barry's depressed, Barry's... I'm sorry, if I'm depressed, Barry's going to be depressed. But you know what? Brandon doesn't care. Because he's walking around right now, and he's being entertained. Okay? So let's entertain Brandon, Barry. <laughs> Barry, how amazing was it watching the Knicks beat the Celtics? who didn't play anyone who's even going to be on their 12-man roster in the well, first Pritchard, preseason Pritchard game. Pritchard will be in, on their roster. Well, yeah. But, I'm, uh, being, I'm being so sarcastic. <laughs> let's let's get excited, guys. Let's pretend. I, look, I appreciate the honesty. I always want you to be honest. And if Brandon can't handle that for one episode, that's on him. This is your show. You are my captain, dear Captain O Captain. That's not how it is. It's Captain... It's... No. That's what? What? That? You tried, but that wasn't how, good. Okay. All right. You know where you I was get going. That right. Yeah. You know where I was going. You opened up yourself mm. and expressed how you felt in that moment. What was going through your mind? You didn't put on a charade. You didn't cancel the show, which is what would have happened, right? Last year, there were plenty of times you were depressed and didn't want to fucking do the show, and we would just cancel it or postpone it, and it'd be a bigger gap between shows. You got on here. You expressed how you were feeling. I have no issue with that. No problem with that. And if he does, I'm sorry, but fuck him. There will be entertainment. There will be laughs. There will be dick stories and shit stories and Nick's humor, as there always is. And But if you're fucking not into it, yeah, I don't want you to put on a fake song and a dance, Craig. Thank you, Barrett. Thank you. You do you. I, I, I've said it before. I'm down. I'm really down. How can you laugh when you know I'm down? How can you laugh when you know I'm down? You know, Brandon, you have to realize that this show, okay, and this season's going to be better if we're all fucking honest with each other. All right, you're, you, like Barry said, you're going to get all the great stories you get. I don't know. Let's not, let's not depress Brandon anymore, all right? Because we're doing the show tonight because I'm not depressed. Well... I'm a little, well, I'm not, de I'm not fucking depressed. <laughs> this is like all in, Brandon, you're all in my fucking head. You weren't until depressed. you heard his voicemail I'm not, again. Uh, I'm not fucking depressed. 
Jesus Where do we have to put Christ. that ad read, Craig? Is that all ad read have said, to go up the top? All I said was that I don't want to talk about shit that doesn't matter. That's not depressed. And it's fucking not fun to talk about shit that you don't care about. Yeah, Bet Online. Football is back, and Bet Online oh, is your number one source for all your sports wagering info with up to the minute stats, news scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL, college football at your fingertips. Jesus Christ. They suck at writing these, all right? <laughs> Get your latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL. And college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on stats, news, and odds. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BLEAV to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Guys, before we get into um, the, Knicks, the first Knicks preseason game, here's a little, here's a little story, Brandon. About how you said, my heart maybe not into it. All right, heart will always be into the Knicks, and that was reminded to me this weekend when I went to Florida for my cousin Andrew's wedding. His parents, also my cousins, I went to their wedding in 1994, May 22nd, 1994, and they reminded me of how the whole wedding, I, I was under a table watching a Knicks-Bulls game. They were in the conference semifinals, game seven, against a Michael Jordanless Bulls. For the whole fucking wedding, I was under this table with my little TV with antennas, watching this shitty broadcast, watching the Knicks beat the Bulls by 10 points when I was 16 years old back then. And they still talk about it today, hmm. that I had to fucking sneak in this TV. And there were like people... There were fucking adults and friends of theirs getting under the table to watch with us because they heard about it. So, Brandon, don't fucking tell me I might not be in it. When this shit matters, I'll be into it. And, Barry, thank you for having my back. And, Blandy, fuck you for not having my back. All right, I didn't I say I don't have your back. I just yeah, said but I'm you not didn't, depressed. You didn't really take my back like Barry did. Your team, Brandon, feels like. <laughs> Okay. All right, guys, game, preseason games are back. The Knicks had one, and then we're off for like a week. Well, what did this game against the Celtics tell you? What did you learn from this game, Barry? I learned that I have a team that a lot of these guys have been around each other for years now, and it shows. I mean, when that starting five was out there, they looked like a solid unit, and it was evident that they – knew where their spots were and they knew what they had to do and getting the ball to each other. Uh, it, it had a good vibe the, the, right, right, out, right on the outset of the game. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Brunson. And, and again, I, mean, I, don't care, I, don't, I don't care who's sure. on the other side. I don't care who the Celtics trotted out there. You know, this was the second half of a back-to-back for them, so their top six players who all played the night before got the night off. Literally, their best six players. Yeah. But that doesn't matter. Again, it was a chance for the Knicks to get in a game situation. It, you know, obviously, Blandy didn't care that much about it. A lot of people don't care that much about it. Over 19,000 fans that were in attendance that night seemed to care. You know, I want to get a glimpse of this team on the court. I, I mean, as the game went on, I got a little bit less interested, especially by the time it got to the fourth quarter. And it was apparent that, you know, rotation players weren't going to see much of the court anymore. 
Um, I lost a little bit of interest, but but yeah, it was good to see them back together. It was good to see maybe what guys have been working on. Maybe all oh, this guy's got some touch. You know, again, I'm not going to overreact to uh, Barrett making all his free throws or not shooting the ball well from the field or DiVincenzo not getting off to a good start. Um, but it's again, it's stuff that we're going to analyze over the course of these four games, and then when we get into the season. So I, I, you know, I'm 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 into it. Now, for those of you like Blandy who might not even know if we won or lost, I know Blandy. Oh, Blandy, you ruined it. But play Ralph's voicemail. All right. Next win! Next win! <laughs> wow. First preseason game, and no, the Celtics. Uh, the rest of a lot of their starters doesn't matter. We won. Yeah, wins and losses. I mean that that's the last thing that matters in these games. It doesn't matter at all. It's nice to see like Brunson play his six minutes. He left. He came back just where he left off. Right, looked great. Doesn't match just preseason, but he looked good. Yeah, he looked Randall good. looked good in limited. Looked great in limited minutes. Um, you know, IQ had a good game. Great. Game. I just felt consistent to last season, like you said, Barry. We had some miss. We had one missing face that really came to reality when we didn't see Obi out there and saw his brother Jacob. Yeah. Hey, we still had an alley oop to Toppin this game. That's yeah. still still here. Jericho Sims, I think, was like the played backup power forward. Kind of was the first yeah, most power of the game, off which, the bench. You know, didn't look that great. But him and Mitch on the floor together, you know, always <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah. But Mitch looked great. You know, there's not going to be like these. There's not going to be the first few weeks of the season where Thibodeau or anyone else is making excuses about how these guys have to build chemistry because it's virtually the same team as last season. And they went had a long season. They went to the playoffs. They went to round two. They had a lot of games together. So they should pick up right where they left off. Did you like what you saw out of Jacob Totten? I don't know if he's going to be – he's not going to be in the rotation – so let's not waste too much time on him. What'd you see from him that's different from Obi? Oh, that's different from Obi? <sighs> not that much. I mean, look, he's another athletic guy. He's got great hops, just like his brother. We saw a good defensive block by him. Um, it's hard for me to to tell you, you know, in comparison to Obi, you know, what this guy's going to be or do, because I don't think he's going to do anything for this team. I think, like you said, he's going to ride the bench. The whole season. I'd be surprised if we see him in any regular season games outside of garbage time. Thibodeau had this quote that Obi's got more talent right now, but his brother plays defense. Did you hear that? <laughs> did you hear that quote? <laughs> I did hear a, a defensive praise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, edging out his brother. Yeah. He was shooting. He was jacking up threes like his brother, not hitting any of them. What else, who else stood out, guys, in this game? Anything else? Anyone else? First looks at Dante DiVincenzo. Fournier played. Hart did not play. I mean, they're just playing Fournier to what? Showcase him? He's not going to get time, no matter how well he plays. How many small forwards could they possibly play? Yeah. Which is really a shame, because he does shoot threes as well as anyone on the team. Sure. But, you know, it would be nice if they found a way to unload him. 
just to not have that this constant presence of maybe negativity because I feel like that's why they got rid of Obi right because he mean, was really desperate for playing time, time we couldn't give it to him we heard we heard of one outburst of his that potentially like in the playoffs where he went off it on Thibodeau there was that report right, but during the FIBA thing he was pretty open about wanting to go somewhere where he's going to play so during the season yeah he was quiet but yeah, no, I think the chemistry is great with this team. I love Julius Randle's energy um, on and off the court, all smiles. And we saw a lot of that last year as well, just really good mindset. And and he had a great season last year, you know. So And, you know, maybe it will be good for Julius to just not have Obi back there. Yeah, well, you know what the not other thing the, is, Not too? have the fans, like, pining for Obi constantly. We've got and, literally nobody. Yeah. There's nobody... I don't care if Julius Randle is out there fucking breaking everyone's laptop and screaming at everyone. There's literally nobody off that bench that you want to come in to play for him. No, right. no that, matter how bad he is. So you've got that whole side of it. And whoever that plays in Julius Randle's psyche, I don't know. But I think what will play well in his psyche is that this is year two of Jalen Brunson. I think Brunson made it clear to the NBA world that this is going to be his team. Look, Randall was the one that made the all-star team. Brunson didn't. Randall was the one that made all-NBA. Brunson didn't. Um, I I believe Brunson will be there this year. Maybe not all-NBA, but I think Brunson's going to be at the all-star game, probably with Randall. Um, and I think Randall is going to give up that position. You know, last year, going into the season, Randall probably didn't know if he was going to be the alpha or not the alpha, but I think it's clear that Brunson is. Brunson's a clear leader. He's a more vocal leader than Randall is and being the point guard and the production that he put out and all the minutes that he gets. I think Randall is going to take less shots. He's already made a comment about being more efficient. And one way you need to be to get up your efficiency is going to be better shot selection. So therefore, his use is going to be down a little bit and he's going to let Brunson take over. And that's going to be a load off of his, off of his shoulders. And I think it's going to ease him. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe all of this will ease him. And yeah, the Knicks seem to, there seems to be all these quotes about the Knicks front office thinking Brunson is going to get so much better than he is now. He's There's no the... reason to think he won't. Yeah. There really no, is. I'm with you. Which is exciting. It really is. All right, why don't you lead the way? Because I know you you brought in these articles with you. Sure. So, want to talk? What do you want to talk about first? The Bleacher or the yeah, ESPN? Yeah, let's go with the Bleacher Report article that came out today. Uh, so they put out a piece titled "NBA Starters Who Should Come Off the Bench," and they just did their top five, top five NBA stars who come off the bench. And Quentin Grimes was one of the five that they chose. The other four being Marcus Morris on the Clippers, Terry Rozier of Charlotte, Dwight Powell on Dallas and D'Angelo Russell of the Lakers. But, you know, and then they would write a little thing on why this guy shouldn't be a star. But the, the whole the whole thing about Grimes was more cheerleading for Josh Hart to take his position. You know, they, they cited a better and more polished overall game by Josh Hart. The fact that with Hart next to Randall and Brunson compared to Grimes next to Randall and Brunson, the team's net rating over 100 possessions skyrocketed from a plus 1.6 to a plus 
Um, and then they also cited Hart's salary as a reason. But first of all, Hart wasn't there the whole season. So that's not fair to do to Grimes. Secondly, Grimes is just a better fit, I think, in this group. You know, again, Grimes isn't going to have a big, you know, um, um, you know, user rating here next to Randall and Brunson, right? But you need him there to pop out for those open threes. You need his defense in that starting lineup. He's really, you know, kind of getting into that true three and D player that he was as advertised, and he showed what he could do last year. You know, I expect his numbers are going to go up, his shooting numbers, his percentages. I just thought it was it was a stupid pick, in my opinion, and and the reasons just were were, were kind of faulted. Yeah, don't you think that's just an opportunity to just throw a Nick in there? That seems. I mean, I guess like that's how it works. Are you just not happy that they? I'm happy they didn't put RJ in that list. Could have easily put RJ. They could <laughs> have easily put RJ Barrett in there. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm with you. If you take him out of the lineup, they don't, the three-point shooting is much weaker. Yeah. Even though Josh Hart was pretty good when he came to us last year, he's not. Yeah, and, but then, and then it looked what, like the he got gun-shy towards the end, right? Yeah. It is stupid. So, since I don't talk about stupid shit, let's not talk about it too much. Let's get to the ESPN Top 100. Yeah, as they do every year. That's um, fun. The Knicks have six players this year in their Top 100 which is pretty awesome. They released the 100 through 51 today. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I guess they're going to probably release it, what, tomorrow? I mean, how long are they going to drag it out? That they're going to do the top 50? Yeah, so they um, had four in the in the 100 to 50, and you're just assuming... I'm assuming Randall and Brunson are going to be in the top 50. They have to well, be. Let's, let's they would have home. to be. Yeah. <laughs> you would think so. But uh, Mitchell Robinson, he, he, he was number 100, so he just made the list. Um, Emmanuel quickly at 92. Josh Hart at 91. R.J. Barrett at 71. Did you look up w- where where those guys were last year? I know Robinson was 98 last year, so he dropped two spots. I did not look up where the other guys were last year. I looked up the list. top, the 100 to 50 last year. Okay. Mitch, 98. Julius, 71. Hmm. Brunson, 67. Mm-hmm. RJ 63. Mm-hmm. So RJ last year was ahead of Brunson and Julius. And Julius which yeah, well, is... Julius was coming off a, a, a bad, you know, a pretty bad year. That was like in that that in between year, you know, that he had. So Brunson and Julius are going to get are going to jump up a lot. I mean, Brunson yeah. might be a. Could he be a top twenty? I don't think so. I don't think so either. No? I think no. he's probably in the thirties. Thirties. Yeah, because again, so so here's how here's how they were um, explained how to vote for this. Um, so it was you know basically 150 reporters, editors, producers, and analysts. They were asked to rank players based on their predicted contributions, quality, and quantity for the 23-24 season only. You think gotcha. Brunson's ahead of Randall? I, I think they're going to yes. be pretty fucking close. I think Brunson will be ahead of him. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I do Obviously, too. Obviously, he didn't get the same accolades. I'm not sure. I do I too. Again, I, this is this is taking into account where they're going to be. I mean, Brunson's only you know what had six seasons, so I mean, it's still early in his career, and and the stride that he made last year, the fact 
that he's not coming into a new system, that he's got the same guys around him. He's going to take a huge leap, I think. So this season, we've got six in those top 100. Last year, we had four. And I swear, I didn't look it up because I didn't go far this far back, but I remember a few years ago when we were doing this podcast that we had like one or none in the top 100. Yeah, I mean, like look, they were a bottom dweller. And now we have six. With no talent. I mean, having six has to be more than a lot of teams. Right, Jay, if you do the math on that? Well, I mean, six out of 100, there's only, there's how many teams? 30 teams, 12 teams? That's like... It's like four, about 450 players, if you say yeah, 15. Yeah, I mean, so that's, that's, that's not bad. Not bad at all. All right. You all hear that music. Oh. Are you ready to do a blandy? Do you have sure. news? Are we, um, Brandon does not want to do it on fast phone. Okay. So so let's not ruin his walk. I don't know how long he fucking walks for. But he wants to keep walking. Well, I had... So give it really slow. We'll just... How long should we do the news for Barry? What do you think would make Brandon happy? 15 well, I mean, minutes? Well, you kind of did a 180. You were like, minutes. fuck Brandon um earlier and now it sounds <laughs> yeah. like you like trying to apologize to him i'm just fucking being nice sarcastic yeah that's right fuck you brandon we're gonna let's do the news in 15 seconds all right plandy <laughs> go okay uh no no do, you do you man no. so this is not really a story but it just follows up with one of the things we talked about last week kai jones who had been put on uh indefinite leave with the Hornets is now officially asked for a trade. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, who gives a shit? But I just wanted to follow up with, with was last that, week. Was that official trade request on, on the one on Twitter that I saw? Um, or was there another? I saw a tweet from him. I don't know. I'm officially requesting a trade. And I was like, is that the real I don't him? know. I just know that he did, he did request a trade officially. He asked them to move him. And what did um, he do a few weeks ago? Remember, there was they, they said he was stepping away from the team indefinitely. They didn't know how long because he had been posting all these weird things on Twitter and had done a really right. odd Instagram live session thing that had people worried about his mental health. Didn't he say he's he's better than LeBron or Michael Jordan? Yeah, or? he was a better mid-game than mid-range jumper than, than Jordan and that he was better than LeBron and somebody else. It was a bunch of crazy shit. He was talking shit about people on the team with him. So... Now he's requesting a trade. Yeah. Is that related? Um, I would assume so. It's, I, I would assume. Um, there's really not much going on. I mean, I, I'll briefly mention that uh, Brendan Malone, former assistant coach for the Knicks, passed away, father of Mike Malone, who's the coach of the world champion, or the NBA champion, uh, Denver Nuggets. Um, but most of what I have here is, did you see that the NBA GM survey was released today that they do no. every year? Um, so who do you think NBA GMs think will win the finals this year? It's actually a tie for first. Milwaukee. Two teams. Oh, wait, no, let me guess here. The- who do we think NBA G- GMs will think will win the title? Yeah. The final? I don't want to guess again because I already guessed one. So you should go, Craig. 
Yeah, let me um. What are you I doing? I want to pull up the standings. I, I want to for what? I just, just want to not answer. forget about anyone. How are you going to forget the top teams? No. Better not be Phoenix. I I, I don't believe in Phoenix. Uh, I'll say the Celtics. I don't. Know. It's the Celtics and the Nuggets each at thirty three percent. Oh, the Nuggets. Nope. See, Milwaukee at twenty three percent, Phoenix at seven, and then the Clippers at three percent. I don't. Boston I don't will find a way to fail. Um, I don't know if Mazzola can lead them to the championship. Me neither. Where did uh, they pick the Knicks? To I wouldn't be surprised if Mazzola gets fired mid season. If they oh, get I off mean, to a rocky if they're start. not, yeah, if they're not, I mean, if they're not like a top one or two seat midway through, yeah. He was, we may see like, like he a was late on the hot November, seat. a late November firing. I don't even know how he didn't get fired last season, right? Because he was like the laughing stock for a few weeks. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't really understand what happened there. Um, who do we? Where do we think the Knicks will finish? Yeah, where did they say? Oh, th- that was six, the, where six, will the Knicks six finish? Yeah. Well, they they put the rankings for the Eastern Conference. So where are they? You say six, Craig? I say six in the East. Barry? That they would say. Yeah, I mean the Heat are going to get like a stupid high seating ba- based on last year, which is ridiculous because I don't think it's going to be high. I think they're a fucking shit team and just had a good run. Um, but again, this is the GM, so the GMs prop them up. Uh, Knicks, I'm going to say five, uh, six, six also. Knicks at five. Mm. Miami at six, by the way. Oh, good. So who's their who's their what's their one through uh, four? Boston, Milwaukee, Cleveland, Philly, Knicks, Miami, Atlanta. Yeah, that's that's all they did was the top seven. Uh, MVP, what do you think? Uh, I think this. Well, no, I was gonna say I think this is not just his year, but it won't be because Dallas sucks. Uh, so they're not gonna award him uh, with an MVP, even if his numbers um, are up there. Uh, I can't see Embiid getting it back to back. I'll say Giannis. Fucking safe bet. Yeah, Giannis. Yeah, the talent around him. Joker. Oh, no, oh, Joker's oh, and number oh, one. Tatum's got to be high, two. actually, probably. Tatum's Tatum is third. Be, yeah. Way behind Jokic, though. Way behind. So you said Jokic, Giannis, Tatum? Yeah. And then okay. Luka. Yeah. Uh, let's see if there's any other good ones. Um, if you were starting a franchise today and you could sign an NBA player, Jokic was one, but Wembenyana, Victor Wembenyana was was second, which is wow. interesting. That's Jokic was one. Yeah, really. I, he would not be the first guy I would want to sign. Uh, let's see. Best point guard in the league, Jalen Brunson, obviously. <laughs> no, he's not even in the top four there. No. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else in here about the Knicks. Best point guard in the league right now. Who is it? Who do, who do they who do they put? Barry, uh, do you want to guess? Steph Curry. Oh, see, Steph. I, I thought it was going to be too old for them to say Steph Curry. Yep. Trying to see, there doesn't seem to be any Knicks in any of these things because it's like 
best at each position, what it, what team had the best offseason. There's there's no mention of the Knicks in any of this stuff, unfortunately. Nor should there be. Knicks are going about yeah, I mean, their they business. They didn't do anything except for Dante. But I just mean in general, like they're not coming up uh, – they're not coming coming up for for anything. Nothing on defenders, interior defend nothing. They, do they predict no. a sixth man or anything like that? Oh yeah, quickly, um, man. Let's see. No, they just have MVP, rookie of the year. That's it. Versatile defender, coaches. Who's the and no. No mention of of Tibbs on any of these. Yeah, I think I'm going to oh. put money on quickly for sixth man this year. Are you? Why the hell not? He was so close last year, and again, he continue. He's another one that continues to get better. He's so young. This now, this is interesting. What team has the best home court advantage? Tied for fifth, Knicks. Didn't weren't we not good at home last year? Are they just saying like overall? This is based on how they typically perform at home, or based on their fans? I, it's just based the on the GM. I think this I has to be. Know. I think this has to be based on the fans. Because Utah is a good and how loud arenas get. Utah is a great arena. Yeah, they're they're ranked number four. Um, uh, God, there's so many freaking things here. How the fuck did they? Is Golden State up there for hometown for mm. a home arena? Uh, Sacramento um, is Sacramento up there? Denver then Golden State then Sacramento those are the top three yeah Denver's places are crazy and then Utah and then New York Utah is four yeah so I wouldn't ever guess that they get crazy yeah, they're always there. yeah the, the I always notice that crazy whenever I watch your games super uh, it's loud. the only time the, it's the only the, Mormons don't do anything crazier than that that's they get they get crazy, uh, but yeah, there's a whole but there's like so many different categories here. But what I it's, just wanted to go over some of the big the big ones. Um, top? Do they do top five arenas to take a shit in? No, 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 they do not. But that would be interesting, though. I wonder. Yeah, you should do that. You should do a vlog about that. Orlando, like try and hit try and hit every maybe one the of the best, arenas. Orlando is the best. That, that would be difficult to take a shit in. How would you what know a, that? You've been there? They have, You've low been to they have low attendance at that arena. You could probably get a private <laughs> stall, you know. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that Wait, the, hold on. the bathrooms you themselves said Atlanta? are nice. Atlanta? Yeah, by Disney. They keep everything clean. I just have a feeling like Atlanta's bathrooms are disgusting for some reason. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I said Orlando. That. Oh, you said Orlando? Yeah, Orlando. Because it's Florida? It's Florida. It's by Disney, so it's clean. And, and like I said, low attendance. I don't think that means it's clean. It's Florida, and Florida's not necessarily clean. It's got to be based on the age of the arena, right? The new arenas probably have nice bathrooms. You know yeah, where Milwaukee's probably, probably got nice, a nice bathroom. Probably nice bathrooms is the Sphere in Las Vegas. That probably has nice bathrooms. I bet place you James Dolan awesome. went went all out on on the bathrooms at that place. Have you taken a shit at MSG? Uh no no I never nope oh I once had one of those ice cream sundays in a the the like baseball helmet, helmet? which I don't even know right. why would they have a baseball helmet there <laughs> maybe they had a hockey helmet that was at a Nick game it was like a baseball helmet though okay hmm. 
But that, I think that was at the time when I wasn't sure if I was lactose intolerant. I was. <laughs> now um, you are sure. Well, actually, you know, now I'm not sure. But back then I was, wasn't was sure. And then after I had that Sunday, I was sure. But Well, we hit our one shit am. quota story in this episode. But I good. did have to go running to, uh, yeah, tear apart that bathroom. It's not a great no, place I, to do that. Uh, I was at Radio City on Saturday and I was afraid I was going to have to use the bathroom there. But luckily that didn't. That didn't happen. But I was nervous. What was that, Radio City? Uh, a comedy show. I was there too. Who'd uh, you see? Gosh. Who Nate did you guys see? Nate Bargatze was Nate there. Bargatze. My wife oh. couldn't stop talking about the bathrooms when we left. Because really? she said, yeah, she said they had like old school phone booths lined up without the phones in them. They had like this long countertop with these beautiful benches. She said she was like picturing like in the 1950s, just like these women in dresses, like sitting there, you know, powdering their noses or whatever. And um, yeah, she said it was really, really cool and very like an mm. old school feel. Ah, well. And clean. Is that just the women's bathroom or both of them? Pro- Not I the didn't, men's room. I didn't go. I went in, I, I took a piss in the men's room. It wasn't necessarily pleasant. Did you scout it out in case you did have to shit? Well, I actually went into one of the stalls because there was no dividers between the urinals, so I wasn't I wasn't all about that because uh, I have horrible stage fright. And the stalls are very, very tight, very tight. Like, there's not a lot of room in there. Like, I basically had to walk like all the way in and was like standing basically on top of the toilet just to be able to close the door behind me, so that way I could take the piss. And then, you know, it flushes and then you're like basically standing over it again so you could open the door so you could get out. It, was, it wasn't a pleasant experience. Huh. Uh, my, my kids went apple picking this week. Uh, yes, Monday. Not with me because I, I did not have off for Columbus Day. But they went apple picking and they had their first experience using porta potties. Oh, that's horrible. So my daughter was like telling me all about it. She went there like, she used them like three to five times. Oh my I God, that's horrible. She had, she, I was like, you sat on it? She sat on it? which like I was like Ugh. from her <laughs> point of view was it a pleasant experience or not a pleasant experience she was like they were she actually said they were clean but you could see like yellow shit inside them <laughs> and she was like yeah they don't flush it's just like piles up and up and up <laughs> it's disgusting and one time she saw blue in it like I, I can't imagine I was like was mommy in there with you I hope <laughs> like you're just so in, I hope she didn't send she was like, in there she came own. in but then she like went out for a minute and I was like she left you in there alone and you're just like <laughs> putting your head in that thing, looking around. I can't imagine that's, that's what she was exploring in that fucking porta potty. Uh, she was telling me about how sometimes she would see the blue in there. I was like, I think that's like clean. Is that cleaner? I guess. Yeah, yeah it's probably yeah. like blue. It's probably blue water that they keep in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah to keep it clean. It's it's like, I, I, don't, I would have hoped that my wife would tell her, do not let your skin make contact with that seat, you know? <laughs> But I think she did. Well, she has to. I mean, think about her oh, she height. Has to. She has to climb up on top of that seat. She can't hover oh, over God. it. Oh, God. I can't, uh, <laughs> I can't oh. imagine. Oh, that's... I can't imagine. That's, that's a lot of jobs. Oh, by the way. That's the way the basketball... That's the way. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> basketball. I was about to say, when forgot. the fuck is this? When's the winner? You're going to bounce that ball, man. We started talking about taking a shit. So, I mean, what, what did you want me to do? Kept us, kept us hostage in that newsroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnextlife at gmail.com. You can follow Barry at at Barry Dworkin? Yes. And Blandy at Blandy Hooper. And Barry, where can they call us? You can call us at 516-33-MESH-1. That's 516-336-37. What are you wow. looking at? What are you Four, doing? One. Right what are you looking at? What are you, is that the, the right time to... The numbers. Really? I was looking at the numbers and the letters matching them up. I should have this shit written down in front of me. Wow. You know. All right, so 516-336-3741. Yeah, your when, hot takes, it, your cold takes. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Anything Nick's. Yeah, you want to talk about... Or your about? personal life. You want advice yeah. on something? This is this is, a, this is a safe space, or maybe it's not. Sure. It's not for some listeners. That's right. <laughs> we just found you out. Know, maybe it's you not want a to safe call space. In and, yeah. yeah, if you want to call in and you know critique our moods every show... Or if you just See want some unapologetic advice agenda. for your own shit. Your own shitty life. Yeah. We, we want people to call in when they're not feeling good about something or when they're feeling great about something. We, it is we a hard next life. Judge. And, yeah. It is a hard next life. All right, Blandy, when are the Knicks playing next? And who are they playing? I don't have the slightest idea. Okay, Barry. Yes. Why don't you give us that then? They're playing Saturday night, Jesus October Christ. 14th. Saturday against night. Anthony the, Edwards and the Minnesota Anthony Timberwolves. Anthony Edwards and the Minnesota Timberwolves. See? Wow. I knew, I knew that. All right. So what is that? Six days off between games. Five or six days. And then the season starts when, Barry? October 25th, right? Is that right? Yeah, Wednesday, October 25th against Not Boston. Not that far off. Four preseason Those early games, games against Boston, the- man, in the regular season are fucking exciting. We will be up for the fucking challenge, I think. Mm. We will be. Oh, me too. Tibbs will have these guys fucking prepared. All right, guys. Until next time, it is a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.